Today, in current events from a Christian perspective, we're currently in the middle of two elections. The fake one where random people are debating issues that don't matter that much, and the real one that's about the only topic that actually does matter, namely the election, where the candidate and all his friends have been arrested. Meanwhile, we'll look at Disney's latest man in a dress, and Alice Cooper stands up for truth, and finally, how the government education establishment wants to keep secrets from you. All this and more today, I'm Ed Odegaard, and this is Church Public. Welcome back to Church Public. I'm your host, as always, Matt Odegaard, and I really appreciate you stopping by today. Lots going on today, lots happening in the world, and we look at it from a Christian perspective so that you can live out your faith wherever you are, because more and more, it just seems like that's a crazy thing to even suggest, and the culture certainly doesn't like it. So we'll look at some current events and try to catch up on things that matter, at the same time figuring out how to connect to biblically-based worldview and living out your faith. If you haven't already, go to churchpublic.com. If you want to see the video, you can go there. You can probably also go to some of the other social media places like YouTube sometimes. And uh, you can get the audio version, audio listener, I love you, at any of the podcast places. You can like it, you can subscribe, you can share. And if you feel like supporting because this is a labor of love, you can go to churchpublic.com support. All right, let's talk about a couple of things going on in the world today. And really what I want to start with is the election. Now I know it's more than a year away from the actual election, so there's a lot going on. But one of the things that I noticed in the last week is there's actually two elections going on. One of them is real and one of them is fake. Fox News held a debate between eight Republican presidential hopefuls or something, none of which were arrested. I know that should come without saying, but this is the world we're living in now. Meanwhile, Donald Trump was arrested in Georgia the day after nine of his associates were also arrested, mostly for being in the most danger of actually winning an election or something like that. At the same time as the Republican debate with those eight people that we sort of remember, Tucker Carlson released an interview with Trump where they talked about all sorts of things. The interview was okay. I listened to it. It wasn't particularly groundbreaking on any issues or anything like that. But here's the thing I think we all need to understand. Political opposition is at an all-time high in the West. Remember that time when the Canadian government froze the bank accounts of the truckers who just wanted to work and not be controlled? We talked about that here on the show. You can go back and listen if you missed it. But yeah, that was the government making a statement about how far they will go to maintain their control. A new high watermark for the West, as it were. So this time around, back home in America, the top candidate for the next presidential election has been arrested, making a new high watermark in this country. Meanwhile, a bunch of other people stood on stage claiming to be the opposition to the bad government we currently have. But how much opposition are you really? It's pretty safe to assume now that if you are not getting arrested, the powers that be don't think you're really a threat at all. All through the Republican debate on Fox News, they talked about some things that are important, like abortion and such. But they didn't talk about the one thing that really matters, the election. The most important thing about this coming election. That's the election itself. The last election was obviously the most free and fair election in history of the world. And everyone seems to know it. Even the person who was president and is currently running for president and is facing something north of 700 years in prison for it. He knows that, and he's the only one fighting for this free and fair election. Everyone else is just hoping and not getting arrested. 
So we have two elections going on. The one that the Republican Party wants to have to preserve the image of democracy and the real one that shows how far down this republic has fallen. All in all, we Christians need to remember that God is God. Jesus is Lord, and we all need to repent and believe. Politics and politicians are not going to solve this human nature problem, even though they might try. We should get involved. We should vote. We should make our voices heard. But beyond all of that, we need to pray that more people start living out their faith and putting their fear, not in government, but in God. Now let's get to some more news. <clears throat> all right. So, oh, Disney. We got to talk about Disney. We, we, Disney keeps talking about or keeps putting men in dresses. What is going on with them? Uh, I mean, maybe you remember this guy. So my name's Nick. I want to carry on Melissa Princesses. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. Yeah, that's all we need to see about that. But again, if you don't recall, that was a guy in front of the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique in a dress with a mustache. It was great. And now, apparently, there's also this guy and this guy. What is it with putting men with beards and mustaches in dresses in front of the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique to help these little kids pick a princess dress? I mean, I just, I don't know what is going on anymore. And, and I shouldn't be surprised. I know I shouldn't be surprised, but still I am. All right, so let's move on from Disney because I don't have any more energy for this. Let's move to this story. Um, this is a story about Bank of America. And it's a story about Bank of America, not just as Bank of America, but it's a story about this Ugandan outreach ministry. And the question is, did Bank of America discriminate against the Tennessee ministry over its Christian views, or was it just a business decision? And the problem is, we don't really know. No one seems to know. Steve Happ, a board member and founder of Indigenous Advance, a Memphis-based charity that, along with Indigenous Advance Customer Care Center, LLC, has partnered with and served Indigenous people in Uganda since around 2015 to provide basic needs and share the gospel. Despite holding deposit and credit cards with Bank of America since its inception, Indig Indigenous Advance received a series of letters in April, which the bank announced was closing the accounts within 30 days. According to the nonprofit legal group Alliance Defending Freedom, the only explanation provided in the letters was, quote, upon review of the accounts, we've determined you're operating a business type we have chosen not to service at Bank of America, end quote. Christian Post said a spokesperson for Bank of America replied and said, quote, religious beliefs are not a factor in any account closing decision, end quote. But it was a debt collection service provided by Indigenous Advances Customer Care Center, that led to the account closures. Confused yet? Yeah. So Hap, the founder, said after experiencing shock and confusion on, re on receiving one of the letters, he reached out multiple times to Bank of America. He said, quote, what type of business do you think we are? And they wouldn't answer me. <laughs> they said, I'm sorry, we can't give you that information. Okay. Uh, Alliance Defending Freedom Senior Counsel and Senior Vice President for Corporate Engagement, Jeremy Tedesco, see, uh, said Bank of America and other large banks are leveraging their own, quote, risk tolerance, end quote, policies to order, uh, in order to box out disfavored but legal business operations. Tedesco pointed to a separate incident last year, which we talked about here at Church Public, where Chase Bank closed the bank account of the National Committee for Religious Freedom, a faith-based nonprofit organization led by Sam Brownback, former U.S. Ambassador-at-Large for Religious Freedom. 
Quote, this is exactly what happened with J.P. Morgan Chase, Samuel Brownback, and the same story is playing out here with indigenous advance, Tedesco said. So, you have banks canceling organizations seemingly because the bank can't condone certain lifestyles. And speaking of not condoning certain lifestyles, uh, you know, we had to figure out what's going on here. It's rather a strange situation. And, and that's the problem. We don't really know. Did they cancel it because of some policy that they did wrong? We don't know. The bank wouldn't say. It seems that this is another Christian corporation or corporation that offers Christian counseling or a corporation that preaches the gospel somewhere, even around the world. And apparently the bank can't handle that. But I don't know. No one seems to know and no one seems to talk about it. But it's interesting nonetheless to know this is what's going on. So speaking of condoning certain lifestyles, last time we heard from Santana. I think I might even have that clip again because it was so good. God made you and me before we came out of the womb. You know who you are and what you are. Later on when you grow up and you see things and you start believing that you could be something that it sounds good but you know it ain't right. Because a woman is a woman and a man is a man. I mean, no argument there. Now, as you know, if you listened last time, he then apologized or someone from his, uh, you know, agency and marketing apologized for him. I read it to you last time. I won't read it again, but... He got vilified for saying the most evil words imaginable, imaginable, apparently, quote, men are men and women are women. End quote. Now we have, though, rock star Alice Cooper. <laughs> and I mean, OK, he's he's not the most straight laced person in, with the history. However, <laughs> he apparently also awakened from this cult of transition. He was dropped from a <laughs> this this story is just kind of funny, but he was dropped from a uh, cosmetics company. And I, I mean, again, it is what it is. So he apparently is known as the godfather of shock rock. I didn't actually know that, but um, he was dumped by a cosmetics company after he questioned this rush to perform trans surgeries on kids. He even said that it was, quote, a fad. According to the New York Post, the 75-year-old rock legend whose hits include Schools Out and Welcome to My Nightmare had signed the brand partnership deal less than two weeks ago with Vampire Cosmetics, which markets, quote, spooky and gothic-themed makeup, lipsticks, palettes, and lashes. So there's that. However, Cooper was canceled by the company after he expressed opposition to, quote, gender-affirming care for minors. Here's what Cooper said. I'm understanding that there are cases of transgender, but I'm afraid it's also a fad. I'm afraid there's a lot of people claiming this just because they want to be that, according to Stereo Gum. He continued, I find it wrong when you've got a six-year-old kid who has no idea. He just wants to play, and you're confusing him by telling him, yeah, you're a boy, but you could be a girl if you want to be. He added, I think that's so confusing to a kid, it's even confusing to a teenager. Yes. <laughs> Continuing on, he said, you're still trying to find your identity. And yet here's this thing going on saying, yeah, but you can be anything you want. You can be a cat if you want to be, he said. I mean, if you identify as a tree and I'm going, come on, where are we at in a Kurt Vonnegut novel? Man, I'm, I'm liking this guy more and more at this point. Quote, he said, it's so absurd. It's gone now to the point of absurdity. Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, he even went on, and I love this, to say, quote, this whole woke thing, who's making the rules? Is there a building somewhere in New York where people sit down every day and say, okay, we can't say mother, we have to say birthing person. Get that out on the wire right now. Who is this person? This is still his quote. Who is this person that's making these rules? I don't get it. I'm not being old school about it. I'm being logical about it. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, of course, as you knew it was coming, the brand Vampire... <clears throat> uh, said, <laughs> kicked him right out. So they said, here's their uh, post. In light of recent statements by Alice Cooper, we will no longer be doing a makeup collaboration. We stand with all members of the LGBTQIA++ hashtag squiggly emoji dollar sign community, and we believe everyone should have access to health care. All pre-order sales will be refunded by Vampire Cosmetics. So that was their response. And of course they responded that way because that's the way this culture has to respond because true things can't be said. I said that last time. I'm going to keep saying it until you guys all get it. Um, just as a note, Vampire Cosmetics describes itself as a, quote, proudly woman-owned, disabled-owned, and LGBT-plus-owned company whose products are vegan, cruelty-free, and talc-free. Continuing on with their quote, we are queer, disabled, proudly neurodiverse women working around the clock to bring you cosmetics so uniquely packaged you'll exclaim, holy crap, end quote. So yeah, again, another example. We looked at Santana. This is another example of a famous rock star even becoming fed up with the religion of the culture. Cooper said no. Santana said no. And there were consequences. Now, did that hurt Cooper? Probably not. He is, I mean, I don't know how else to say this. He's old. He's lived a life. He's been a rock star for decades at this point. But that's the point here. It doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter how famous you are. doesn't matter anything like that. If you go against this cultural religion, you will be punished. There is no forgiveness, as we saw in Santana's case. There's no forgiveness in this. You can't have salvation. You can't reach utopia, even though they say that you can. You can't. There is none in their religion. There is only salvation and forgiveness in Christ. But the point for you and me, because I mean, I'm not, maybe you are a rock star. I don't happen to be one. The point for you and me is get ready. If you do speak truth, they will eventually come for you too. Now, speaking about saying true things, I was appalled at this next story where the school districts are apparently conspiring to not tell you, the parent, if your child decides to join the cult. Imagine if things were reversed. So, the organization Parents Defending Education published a list of schools that will not notify parents of their kids' uh, uh, of their kids' gender identities, or if if their kid wants to keep their gender identity secret from parents, the district will not tell you. Officials in hundreds of school districts across the country are encouraged to keep the gender preference of their students private. This is again according to Parents Defending Education. So, according to their numbers. There are 1,040 districts across America representing 18,335 schools and around 11 million students affected by these ideas. Here's just one of them. Somerset Hills School District in New Jersey has a policy stating, students who, who self-identify as transgender or gender nonconforming must be called by their preferred gender identity and that, this is a quote, parental consent is not required, end quote. This particular policy has been in place for four years. They went on to say, quote, there is no affirmative duty for any school district staff member to notify a student's parent of the gender identity or expression. In the event a parent objects to the minor student's name change request, the superintendent or designee should consult the board attorney regarding the minor student's civil rights and protections, 
end quote. So nowhere in there are you, parent. In fact, it's quite the opposite. They don't want to tell you, and expressly they don't want to tell you. In fact, if they find out about it, they're not going to tell you. They're going to go talk to the attorney. And for those that think, oh, well, that's just New Jersey. Here's a district in Texas, Round Rock. So documents were leaked showing that teachers and school staff at Round Rock Independent School District in Texas were instructed to keep gender identities a secret from parents. Uh, here's just a couple of the slides. Here's one. What to do if a student comes out as transgender or binary? Thank you for sharing your identity with me. What's your chosen name and pronouns? Then another slide. What to do? Uh, it's okay to tell them you have a little difficulty remembering, but with repetition, you'll get it. And then here's the kicker. You should not out trans students to other students or staff members in big, bold letters. If you're just listening on audio, do not contact their parents and out them to their families. It is potentially dangerous and could be damaging to the student. So there it is. Do not contact their parents. It's not even just like, don't pay attention to it and ignore it. It's literally do not talk to the parents. This is where we are in schools today. Meanwhile, in California, California Attorney General Rob Bonta filed a civil rights lawsuit against a school and on Monday, uh, a school district rather, to stop its recently adopted policy that requires students um, require schools to inform parents about student gender transitions. I said that kind of chunky, so I'm going to say that once again. The Attorney General of California filed a lawsuit against the school district saying they can't tell the parents, even though they really wanted to. So the California government is suing the district to stop them from telling parents about their own children's gender confusion. Chino Valley Unified School District, which represents around 26,000 students in San Bernardino County, District officials passed a policy this July that requires teachers to inform parents within three days if their child uses names and pronouns different from their birth certificate or request to use school facilities or join sports teams opposite of their gender. So the Attorney General Bonta responded by saying, quote, Every student has the right to learn and thrive in a school environment that promotes safety, privacy, and inclusivity regardless of their gender identity, end quote. The Attorney General argued the forced outing policy discriminates against the privacy rights of LGBTQ AAIP plus hashtag dollar sign squiggly emoji students and the California Constitution. He said, quote, the forced outing policy wrongfully endangers the physical, mental and emotional well-being of non-conforming students who lack an accepting environment in the classroom and at home. Our message to Chino Valley Unified and all school districts in California is loud and clear. Listen to this part. We will never stop fighting for the civil rights of LGBTQ plus students, end quote. Never. To sum up, the entire state government of California is pushing against you, a parent, to say that you don't know what is best for your child. And if they, the child, wants to live a different lifestyle or faith than you want for them, a student can and should do so. And the school district, the government, will fight against you to not tell you about it. So in other words, it's probably time to get your kids out of government schools. Let's end with some Bible because I don't know about you, but I need it. I was reading in Ephesians and I really like this one. I think this is a good reminder as we're talking about school, as we're talking about education, as we're talking about all of this, that we need to, the parents, us, you and me, parents of our children need to raise our kids. We've gone through this process where we have just said, Go forth, child, and 
be fruitful or something. And just thought and allowed whoever wants to teach them, teach them. That's not the best plan. That's not a strategic plan. We need to be much more mindful of that. So as I was reading through Ephesians, um, which is a great book, by the way, if you haven't, I came across this, um, and I think it's a good reminder to you and me. Fathers, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. In other words, fathers and mothers, but fathers in this instance, it's your responsibility to make sure that your children know God and know the way of God and know what is right and what is wrong and how to live. It's your job to help educate them. I know not everybody can home educate. I know not everybody can do classical education or private education. I know. However, it is important that you figure out a good situation that's not sending them to these government schools. To quote Vodi Bakum, we keep sending our kids to Caesar and then being surprised when they come back as Romans. We shouldn't be surprised by this anymore. We should take Paul's advice in Ephesians and train them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. This is the way. For Church Public, I'm Matt Odegaard. As always, I hope you will keep the faith. As always, I hope that you keep the faith. And if this was helpful to you or you want to pass it on, feel free to hit the like button, subscribe, share notifications, and you can always support at churchpublic.com support. I will see you next time.